Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Disables Report uh, on behalf of the Disables Network. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today uh, for this episode. If you would like to know more about uh, us, our organization, you can visit us at disablest.org. That's spelled D-I-S-A-B-L-E-I-S-T uh, org. You can also find us at Disablest, spelled the same way, on Facebook and search for us on YouTube. And if you would like to support our cause, um, our merch store is up and running, which you can also access through our website. Um, and with that being said, uh, oh, also one more thing. We're uh, available on all podcast platforms, too. Um, so go check us out there if you would like to listen to us in the car or anything like that. Uh, it's much quicker than having to sit down and, uh, you know, commit to watching a full video. So anyways, with all of that being said and out of the way, I will hand things over to my lovely co-host, uh, Christine. So go ahead and take it away. Hello, guys. I hope everybody is doing wonderful. I am so excited for today's segment. We are interviewing Miss Tina and her partner, Miss Anne for the Me and You Abilities Academy. And today's topic is all about fitness. I cannot wait to dive into it and to get you guys to tell us about your great company. So Miss Tina, if you wouldn't mind taking it away and introducing yourself and your partner and tell us a little bit about the Me and You Abilities Academy. Hi, Christine. Hi, Kyle. Thank you for Hello. having us today. So we are, our company is called Me and You Abilities Academy, and we are a physical therapy clinic slash adaptive gym. And so my partner, Anne, is a physical therapist. I am a physical therapist assistant, and we created Me and You Abilities Academy during the coronavirus over the summer, and we officially opened our doors in December of 2020. Wow. So exciting. <laughs> Yeah, so we're happy to get in on the the forefront of uh, of your business opening up. Then we're we're one of the first people, so that's awesome. Um, you actually are. Oh, no, we are the first people. Even even better. <laughs> um, so it's so first of all, uh, it's awesome that both of you are physical therapists. My my brother uh, right now is actually doing his residency for physical therapy right now uh, down in Miami. Um, so physical therapy has been a thing that obviously has been integral to both Christine's life and my life. Um, so it's awesome yeah. to, to hear that, you know, that's a role that you guys have and that you're using that experience in applying it to fitness and helping uh, disabled people get more in shape and feel better about their bodies and all that kind of stuff. So I was wondering if, uh, you would mind explaining to our viewers how, um, your experiences with your company are different than like a typical physical therapy session? Well, the adaptive gym, we offer some very fun and creative classes. So in the past three months, we have had a mismatch movement class, a pool noodle class, um, cardio drumming, and a balls class. And we just introduced a summer Olympic um, class where you kind of learn a couple of the Olympic sports that are coming up in this summer. And it's yeah. been amazing what in the past, we've only been open for about three months and there's been so much growth in our clients, socially, um, physically, motor planning, coordination, all those things that are really important. It, 
And as a physical therapist, like we've just been amazed at the participation in the classes has just the clients have bloomed and you know, we're just so impressed because sometimes PT, when you have the individual and you're just kind of doing exercises and stuff one-on-one with your therapist, which is fun, but it's not, you don't get that other aspect of your peers and the interactions between each other and helping people who aren't as capable. Um, It's just been amazing. We have just, every class, we're both smiling like, oh, that was so awesome. (laughs) We're loving it. That's how you know you're doing it right. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly how you know you're doing it right. So when people first reach out to you guys, what do they typically look for or ask for? Well, at this moment, we're doing both physical therapy and our adoptive gym. So it just really depends on what exactly they are looking for for their lives, whether they need one-on-one physical therapy or if they're looking for more of group classes, all of our classes are modified depending on what their ability is. Like Ann said, we're watching some of our guys that are much higher functioning coming in and assisting those that are lower functioning and the bonds that are happening between them is greater than if Ann and I were doing it with them because it's their peers. And so um, they're learning a lot about how to help each other as well. Yeah, you know, I've learned from interactions that I've had, you know, with uh, my brother and with his friends in the same program that, you know, a lot of it uh, and a lot more, I think, than what people give, uh, you know, physical therapy credit for um, is the, the mental game, right? Like, you know, we have to... Uh, you know, recognize that. And it's so awesome because, uh, you know, being disabled and people having like so many different kinds of disabilities, it's, it's so great to see, um, people coming together, um, you know, for like one common goal and even like trying to help each other, you know, um, better themselves and all that stuff. Like, it's so awesome to hear from the standpoint of somebody who is, uh, you know, helping to run a company who like, that's what we want to do too, right? Like in a, a little bit of a different way. Um, but that's, uh, that's really awesome. Um, I want to know, um, out of, I know that all of your experiences are great, and I always put people on the spot and ask them, like, what their favorite story has been. I won't do that for you, ladies, but I will say, um, if you wouldn't mind uh, explaining and telling us a little bit about um, a a success story that you've had uh, recently um, that has really impacted and helped you, uh, like, move forward with your mission and things like that. Um, I think that one of the best success stories, and we very limited because we've only been open <laughs> for like 12 weeks. Yeah. But, um, we have a client here, a woman who has participated in the cardio drumming, and she has a real hard time with her spasticity, and we are getting great results with having her using alternate upper, you know, using both arms together at the same time, um, motor planning, even releasing a ball, which, you know, she just would hold it. And now she's able to let, we can't believe her growth in, we talk about it all the time. Like, wow, she's been amazing. And uh, the other one is, um, it's a man who comes in and he really wasn't, it was hard to get him to participate in, 
physical therapy individually, but he comes in these classes and he thrives, he participates, he's doing all this stuff that we were just, we weren't ready for. And we've just been so amazing and, and surprising. And we're just like, wow, it's been. And, and part of it too, is he's nonverbal. Okay. So a lot of times nonverbals mm-hmm. are misunderstood in the world because Absolutely. he's only capable of making noises. Yeah. So people shy away from that because they don't know how to communicate with him. But, <clears throat> excuse me, he is, like Ann said, he is coming in here. I've had him in my program for a while. It was very difficult to get him to participate with stuff. But I think his peers are accepting him. They're helping him. And you're just seeing him flourish and doing things, hitting the ball that he's never been able to really focus and hit a ball. He can bounce the ball, um, but just a lot of different things happening for him. And so, yeah, those are two of our probably right now good success stories. That's Yeah, that's so awesome. Uh, like I was, you know, uh, hinting at before, um, community and you know, especially like, you know, being disabled, not necessarily knowing that a community exists where you can feel like you belong better, right? And then all of a sudden coming into that opens up uh, like such a giant world of possibilities. Like I know, uh, I've probably told this story a couple times already, and so I'll just like briefly touch on it now. But I hadn't, uh, so I contracted bacterial meningitis when I was little, which is why I'm a quad amputee now. And uh, I had not met another meningitis survivor that I remembered actually having conversations with and things like that until um, I was in like college and having that experience with people who had gone through stuff similar to what I had gone through um, was just something that was inexplicably empowering. Um, and so I, on the uh, you know, myself know like just how important it is to feel that sense of community, to feel like you belong somewhere like you don't have to like perform for other people that you can just be open, be yourself. And, you know, you do have shortcomings and it's so great when you're a part of a community and those people have, you know, their own limitations and stuff and they get it and they'll help you through yours. Um, so that's just such a beautiful thing to me. Um, so I'm really glad that you guys brought that up. Sorry, Absolutely. Christine. I know I'm, I'm stepping on you, Christine. No, 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 not at all. Um, I love that they have the community aspect as well, because as I always say, uh, for those of you who don't know, it was my community who raised me. So having a community, and especially a disabled community that understands what you're going through in your day to day life, and just to be able to, you know, communicate that with each other and be able to tell trips and and tips and tricks it's a really powerful and impactful thing on on your life and selfishly that's one of the reasons why we started the network so we're going after the same goal which is exciting um spoiler alert on the other hand of that right selfishly on the other hand of that i was wondering how um you know obviously we're in the COVID 19 pandemic right now and I was wondering how that impacted the Me and You Abilities Academy and how you were able to use that to your advantage to grow your business. Well, for me, I um, when the pandemic hit, I went immediately with my program onto Zoom. 
And so I spent the past year on Zoom, the first seven months of it, I was on there for three hours a day. We did coffee hour. We did exercise every day. We've done movies, cooking, trivia nights, you name it, we've done it. And so then the opportunity came to Anne and I to be able to make this decision to open this clinic. And because I had just spent the whole past year with these guys, I knew that I had created something different during the pandemic that changed everything I've ever done as a physical therapist assistant. And so I realized during that time, and Ann and I have many, many conversations about it, about utilizing their minds to help their muscles, to help their motion. And that's kind of become our platform of really what we're striving to create within our, uh, within our clinic. And so I, was really excited when this space became available because it was everything that we envisioned as far as how we wanted to run our clinic. We are very sports oriented to get that motion, to get that movement, but it makes them very happy. And so we're realizing that you can really create a whole new way of doing stuff and out of what your knowledge is from the past. And so I think my Zoom experience has allowed me to and work with Anne to create something that's going to be very, very special for our community. Now, have you ladies um, found any classes or things like that uh, that ended up, you know, coming as a result of being uh, in COVID-19 away from people? Like, uh, did the whole COVID-19 situation spark any uh, creativity in in you ladies and coming up with uh with different programs well i think the unique thing for ann and i is i'm the creative person for all of the stuff that we decorate that we put together with her input but she's the creative one with our classes and putting our classes together so together both of our creativities are needed together to be successful. And those crazy artistic things that my brain went crazy with during the COVID because I've always been physically active, always physically worked to, was home for the first time in my career. And so I had to get creative. And I have a program at that time of 30 people, 25 that would join me on Zoom every day. And so we created pen pal letters. We wrote 27 pen pal letters throughout the COVID. I created the letter. They filled them out, mailed them to each other writings, drawings. We've interviewed each other to prepare them for, um, we all want to go to Tallahassee. We want to have a crazy mismatch bus <laughs> and we want to go to Tallahassee and bring these guys to advocate for themselves. So out of that, out of this COVID really has a whole new meaning to everything that I began this whole program four years ago. That's great. So, and Anne just brings another part of the creativity with, and thankfully, she has lots of sports knowledge because <laughs> that is not my forte. <laughs> and I love it. So, yeah, it's been a, such a journey with Tina because, I mean, she approached me about doing this and I was still 
um, doing individual home health through COVID. And um, so then she's like, well, what kind of classes you want to do? And I'm like, "Uh oh, <laughs> so that's where the creativity I'm like, well, okay. Cardio drumming sounds great. <laughs> okay. And then I was like, pool noodles are fun. Um, you know, and so it just kind of, we're, all our classes have just evolved with us talking and figuring out what works. And, you know, we just, here you guys go. Let's see if this goes. <laughs> and everybody is wonderful. They're just such great people. We're really enjoying the whole thing. That's awesome. And we just keep evolving. We, you know, we want to start some other classes and and just see where it all goes. Yeah. And, you know, know, we always say it takes the, it takes the team to make the dream work. So you guys clearly make a great team. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Yeah. And we're, uh, you know, selfishly too. Well, not selfishly because it's for like a group, but, um, we're apparently starting to like recruit other people in terms of like the whole advocacy thing. And like you mentioned going to Tallahassee or whatever. So, you know, chalk us up, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do everything that we can to help you guys with that and and be there for you. And, uh, you know, like this is a beautiful thing about like, uh, disability advocacy is that like everybody needs to come together because like, this is how we're going to make a difference. So like, we'll definitely make sure that, you know, after we're done, we keep in touch, um, you know, with you ladies and uh, figure out how, you know, we can work together on um, getting better rights for our people and all that kind of stuff. So that's absolutely fantastic. We will power through there like a storm. They won't know what hit us. Yeah. But we'll be ready. And we will not take no for an answer. Because that's what we do. That's what makes us great advocates. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So, and, you know, in this program, we tell them all the time, you know, this... We've done this for you, you know, so we're both coming towards the end of our careers and, you know, we could have just played it safe and just continued visiting people in the home. But you know what? We have a much bigger picture than that and it deserves to evolve. It deserves to happen. And you guys in this community deserve access to a physical therapy clinic that caters to your needs with our knowledge, with our expertise, but we also understand the aspect of moving and we have the perfect space to do lots of things. So I was just going to say, you know, it's really great and it makes you feel good is that like parents and even some of the clients or our friends really, you know, they come back and it's just, it's, they're just so happy. They have a space where, like Kyle had said before, you can be you. You can dribble a basketball and shoot hoops. It's interactions. It's working out where people, you know, we've heard it before that, you know, people, I don't like people staring at me or looking at me funny. And this place, like, they're the smiles and the just sheer happiness has been you really know that it's needed. Like, like you said, like people have commented. And numerous people have already commented, like, this is so great. We love it here. So Yeah, it's such a powerful thing. Yeah. A very powerful thing. Now, I know we touched base on some of um, the classes that you guys offer in a previous part of the conversation, but is to go back to that a little bit, is there a particular class that you guys teach that is more popular, and why do you think that would be? <laughs> Yes. 
<laughs> Which class do you have that's your most popular class? So the balls, balls, balls class is like everybody loves it because we do – I just make up new stuff every week. We've done basketball, ping pong, balls, bowling, kicking, soccer – um, tennis, tennis, baseball, yeah. volleyball, <laughs> and you know, and relay races with balls, and and just, we even have somebody in a wheelchair that they come in and they push her so that she gets to be a part of the relay race as well, oh, and awesome. um, and watching them work together as a team. Yeah, that's a big part. Yeah, but yeah, that is our most popular class right now. Well, and then ten o'clock, the mismatch. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> So actually, all of the classes are wonderful. <laughs> well, I want to hear. I want to hear about the mismatch. What's what's the mismatch? Yes. So the mismatch uh, movement class was kind of came with me from my previous uh, program um, before I became Me and You Abilities Academy, and it's just really. Um, it involves both whatever your level is. I can modify it, whether they're in a wheelchair, whether they need to be sitting in a chair, whether they're able bodies and standing. It's just about everybody's got mismatch movement in that class. Everybody can work together. We do teamwork as well as individual work. If we're doing uh squats for one person somebody in the wheelchair has got another activity that they're doing well so we make sure that we try to get all of their functional levels addressed as well um in those classes they are very good at that let me tell you i have been to their class before before they jumped into this new beautiful warehouse and let me tell you how much fun and positive energy was in that room. Oh my goodness, I wish I could take it with me and bottle it and just like take it everywhere I go, okay? Because we all need that, especially during this pandemic. It's been bananas. Absolutely. Um, yes. On the side of that, since we're, we're talking uh, about your new warehouse, um, I had a question regarding to, to that. What was your reasoning um, behind moving into the new warehouse and how has it helped you with further the process with your client? Well, we have 4,500 square feet in here. The space oh, when wow. Tina, oh, yeah, when Tina approached oh, me, wow. she's like, I have this awesome space. I think you're going to love it. And we walked in and there's right, if you can see behind us, it's like 3,000 square feet of open gym areas with high ceilings. And we had already envisioned, um, you know, we did have a special Olympics basketball team. We have 10 foot basketball hoops in here that of course the boys love to play. Um, and then in the front, there's two individual PT treatment rooms in case anybody needs quiet or, you know, sensory issues. So it was, the space allowed us to have exactly what we wanted. We needed a fitness gym an adaptive gym where we could run classes and it was big enough because of COVID that we could space out and still open through the pandemic. And then we also have individual rooms where, which are needed in case we need um, mats or quiet or, you know, different types of clients, you know, you get everybody and we just trying to make Absolutely. sure we have the right um, environment for everybody. 
Yeah, that's that's such a beautiful. I keep saying it's so beautiful, but I, I don't know what else to say. To be it honest, is. like it's so. I, I wish that. Um, it is. So, so like you ladies have a different approach to even thinking about um, thinking about disability and thinking about exercise in general, anyway, right? Like this is such a, such a unique thing, and um, like in particular, you know, I think to use a cliche, um, you both have really hit like a, a nail on the head in terms of figuring out. I think the most effective way, you know, you've already dealt, you know, like we mentioned before about having people, um, you know, who were more nonverbal and things like that and, and bringing people who are a lot more reserved and bringing them out of their shells. Um, you know, I think that, you know, an, an unknowing person who, who might not know a lot about this disability or have interaction with disabled people don't really know how difficult um, that can be as a physician to, to get that interaction out of that person, but also as a disabled person, how utterly terrifying it can be to actually come out of your shell. And it's just nice to see that you have like such a great environment that like fosters, you know, both of those exchanges. Like, you know, you, you ladies are just so great at like doing both of those. We're running a little bit towards the, the end of our time. We have about like five minutes left, but I, I wanted to mention that um so i i used to be really fat compared to what i am now i've uh in the the last uh i think like about year i've lost around like 60 pounds um but before that um specifically because i was disabled my mentality was like well you know like why do i need to lose weight like what what's the point and you know i found in my case in, in particular like, you know, uh, I had spoken with like the producer of our show, Lou, and he was like, you know, you're fat, you're going to have some problems going forward. If you don't like get this under control, you know, do you need to do something about this before something gets out of hand. And then my boss told me, um, at my job with custom mobility that, um, he was like, look, you know, I'm not going to tell you that you need to lose weight, but you know, all it's going to take is you throwing out a shoulder one time because I do all of my transfers from like the ground and everything like that into my chair. And he's like, after that happens, you're going to be like, you're going to be done. Um, so for somebody who might have a similar attitude towards fitness, like I did before I actually started paying attention, um, what's some uh, uh, tips that you would like to, to tell them to maybe make the whole process of getting in shape a little less uh, scary or less threatening? We are kind of dealing with some of that now, and um, and it depends on everyone's personality, but I like to just encourage people to start small. Like, you can't just ask someone who hasn't been doing anything to walk a mile yeah. or push the wheelchair to, you know, you start out small, like wheelchair push-ups or walk just take a stroll to the mailbox and back. And, you know, people usually, if you're heavier, your knees hurt. So swimming, trying to figure out, you know, we try to figure out or and asking them what they like to do. What is one thing you really like to do? Because if you don't like to do it, I can't tell you to walk to the mailbox. Yeah. Like, right. So it depends. Like you, I try to find something that they like to do and make it as, you know, as fun and creative. Yeah. Cause it, that's the thing. Like, yeah. you know, if I tell you to do 50 push-ups, or where are they like, oh, if you do 50 push-ups, and they're like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
maybe it's a kettlebell or it's something like you see in the gyms that you really like to do. So it's definitely finding, kind of talking to them. We like to personalize things for everybody and start out small because, and, you know, the most... You know, everybody says fitness is the way to lose weight, but that's not necessarily always the case. Like, what are you eating? You know, I can work you out forever, but if you're eating fast food every day, the weight's still not going to come off. So I think it's just trying to get, yeah, it's trying to get everything to work. And it's hard. It's not easy. I'm sure it wasn't. How was it just starting out, Kyle? Was it tough? Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was really tough. You know, I think, uh, a lot of people underestimate how difficult it is, A, to get in, like, a rhythm, um, but B, like, that's what the most important thing is, is, like, getting in that rhythm. Because the way that the human body works, like, you know, you have to do things and get your body, like, in that mode, right? So, like, now I've been, like, kind of laxing and I, like, pulled a muscle, so I haven't been, like, working out as much. But because I've already, like, been working out for a while, I still watch what I eat or whatever. Like, I just weighed myself today, and I've lost two pounds in the last couple of weeks uh, again. So it's, it's just, like, making yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. But it's just, you know, get, like, get so getting yourself, like, into that mentality, I think, might be the most difficult thing. And, like... It's, it's not necessarily fun, right? Some of the stuff can actually be physically, like, not painful, like, in a really bad way. But, you know, you get muscle soreness and stuff like that. So you brought up a really good point where if we're talking about yeah. people who are wheelchair users who don't have a lot of physical activity, right, um, they don't necessarily realize, like, in their mind, I do something physically that I haven't done a lot of. And me doing that is going to, at the end of the day, the result is I'm going to be sore in my wheelchair, Nobody wants to be sore, but again, Mm -hmm. you got to have the end goal in mind, right? Like you're sore now, but you know, down the road, when you start losing weight, your health and everything like that is, is definitely going to benefit, um, you know, from that. So yeah, I completely, I completely understand. But anyways, we are, uh, with that being said, we are at the, the end of our rope here. Um, we thank you so much for taking the time to come on and, and be with us and like, we, I, you know, we said off the air beforehand. Well, when the pandemic is is finally finished, rearing yeah. its nasty, ugly head, you know, we're we're gonna come out there and we want to get involved with some classes and speaking with people um, and all of that kind of stuff. But until then, um, what is a good way for our listeners and our viewers to get a hold of either of you if they want to get involved yeah. with your programs? Well, they can definitely call our clinic. So, and, or they can visit our website and they can find all the information that they need. They can find our classes are on there that they can see what the schedule is. Um, They can email us or they can phone us and we're here to answer their questions and see how we can help them. And we'll provide all of that stuff in uh, the description and, um, and whatnot. And if anybody who's listening to this has any questions, um, and you feel more comfortable for for some reason talking to Christine and I inst- instead of these fine ladies. Um, you, know, you can <laughs> always feel free to email Christine um, or myself. 
um, message us on Facebook, um, hit us Absolutely. up on the Disabled Network's Facebook page. You know, we're here for anybody that might have any kind of questions and don't think that any questions that you have are stupid or obvious or anything like that. Uh, I remember from like when I was teaching, uh, way back when, I don't want to like date myself, but like I, you know, I realized quickly <laughs> that the most important thing, uh, that I would always start the semester off telling my students is that like there's no such thing as a stupid question because if it was a stupid question it wouldn't even be a question to begin with so anyways all that being said ladies thank you so much um I'm going, yeah like we would uh, yes. we absolutely love this and we'll definitely be in contact and uh, maybe even have you on the yes. show again in the future talking about specific classes or things like that we're always open to, yes. to having a you know repeat guests and things like that um absolutely and keep up with our that. website and stuff as well so you know about upcoming absolutely. events and yep. different things that we're actually going to be doing here once you know covid is um under control and we're able to host some events yeah and um also if everybody um goes to our website um Links to their website are you can find that under our resources page. We've included, okay, awesome. um, yeah, we've included links to all of uh, their their website and things like that. So we've got all of these bases covered. Hopefully, like somebody will let us know if we don't. <laughs> but, but anyways, so um, on uh, on behalf of the Disabled Network, um, this has been great. Uh, my name is Kyle. I'm Christine. We'll see everybody. I'm Dina. Later. I'm Anne. <laughs> thank you, thank you, ladies, so much. Bye. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.